Baruchim Habayim, and welcome to Torah Talk Chazak's Tuesday night program with a special guest. Tonight we have with us Rabbi Yerucham Silver. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi. How are you doing? Oh, Hashem. Ah, good to be here. Great to see you. Always good to be uh, with the Rabbi. I'm inspired by Chazak. It's tremendous. Baruch Hashem. Hashem. Rabbi Yerucham Silver, Director of New York Government Affairs uh, 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 Relations, sorry, for a good things of America. And uh, tonight we're going to be talking about Torah and politics, wow. and uh, interesting topic. And uh, before we jump to tonight's topic, we, the rabbi give a little background about yourself and the great work you're involved with. Okay, so uh, I was grew up, born and grew up in Brooklyn. Oh yes, Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> yeah, um, my father was a um, a, a tremendous mechanic. He unfortunately did not live long, but mm-hmm. there was a book written about him just a few years ago called "Blazing the Trail." His name was by Manach Silber, uh-huh. and many things that I've done as finished today. Uh, as a result of things he pioneered, uh, he was the Manal de Shibis de Parkway, which I attended. And he was also a uh, chairman in the 1940s of Pirahai Gudas Yisrael. So I've got a Israeli in our, in our blood. So I, oh, I did, you know, I, I went to Shibis de Parkway and I'm there to Yisrael in Abri. I lived there to Yisrael. I am there to Yisrael. And for the last 30 years or so, I've been involved in basically, or really since I left Kyle, most of my career, been involved in, I, I guess, cloud work. Kosher work, whether a little bit in government, a little bit for, I worked at, at some yeshivas I worked at for a little bit. I, I worked at one point, try to work with other yeshivas, but I was just helping them raise money. I was a, uh, with a, sort of a, help with fundraising. And more the last 20 years, I've been involved more directly in government advocacy, committee relations, and trying to to really strengthen and build what we can, our community. So that's what I've been doing. So the last, I've been out the last six years. Yes. And where I do the New York government relations. Amazing, amazing. I see firsthand Baruch Shemal, the great work that the rabbi does. I've had the school, the merit to go uh, with the good of Israel on a mission. Uh, more than once, to Albany. More than once, right? Yes. I'm still yes. Albany. Yes. We've uh, done, uh, I believe, Washington, yeah. Yes. We've, uh, I even had the school, the merit to go to Eretz Yisrael. I wasn't at that one, but yes, Baruch Hashem. And they do great work, and I think it's important that the world knows about it. And uh, people always ask me, how is it that Torah and politics connect? It seems so far apart. And uh, here you see rabbis going on these missions. And, uh, you know, everything is Torah uh, with G'day Israel, the biggest rabbis of our generation, encouraging this and involved with this. So if you could try to shed some light on this important topic. So obviously Torah is... It is is the is nothing. It, it's the essence of the world. The world's created. I mean, this, the Torah is is our world, is our lab. Everything we do is guided by the Torah, hundred percent. But in order for us to live as Torah Jews, we need to be involved. And I'm going to read you a letter in front of me. Moshe Feinstein wrote this letter Ugh. in 1984. He said the rights guaranteed by the United States Constitution and the Bill of Rights have allowed us the freedom to practice our religion without interference. And to live in safety, which is true. America is not perfect. Nothing's perfect. But by and large, we can live as Torah Jews in America. We have a right to keep Shabbos. We have other things. We have we have rights. We can live our life. We have shuls. No one's telling us. No one's closing our well. Usually not. <laughs> I won't get into that. But generally, we we fight those. But but we we have a right. But so so we have a right to as to use the to live as Torah Jews to use the political system. Goes back two thousand years. The Shadlonis was a. Goes back to the time of the Gemara. There's so many stories in the Gemara of Tanoim Amaraim, which is the sages uh, of the Talmud, making trips to Rome. Yeah. And interesting enough, the Talmud tells us 
that um, there's a partial Torah, partial by Yishlach, which is the, when Yaakov was coming back and met up with Esav. Right. And he thought Esav was going to attack him. And Yaakov did a number of steps, whether it's, of course, praying, uh, sending gifts, which is a bribery, but sending some of them we have to send gifts, and obviously, and being ready for conflict. Um, the, the Talmud says that whenever the rabbis went to Rome to intercede on behalf of the Jewish community, they would study that parsha. And one rabbi said, if he didn't study it properly, he was not successful. He knew, because the Torah is a guide. The Torah gives a guide. Everything in this world is guided by the Torah. The Torah gives a guide. When Yaakov had to deal with Esau, that was the guide of how we work, with how we intercede, how we do Shtad Lodas. The Shtad Lodas is a 2,000-year-old concept of going back to the time of the Talmud. So Agurus Yisrael is really, um, you know, the... Stadlodam of today was started a hundred just over a hundred years ago. Yeah, I was going to. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, the America, yeah, it is a history okay. of a good Israel okay. and being politically active. Was that always on the mission? Was that always part? So of I, I, I will say, good Israel started over almost 111 years ago, 1912 in Europe. It was started by Gedol Yisrael, uh, including the Chavetz Chaim, the Ger Rebbe, Reb Chaim Meiser, and others. The biggest Rosh Hashivas and Rebbe's at Gedolim of that time, and they felt. The clients had to be had to be together, united. Aguda is is together. Achdus togetherness. We ask Aguda Echas. We say that davening on Rosh Hashanah. Clients has to be united in com, in combating and dealing with the issues of our time. There were issues then at that time, 110 years ago. There are issues today. That was started then, and the first the the um one of the first things that was done was that they see Gedola was like way three with Dafyami was introduced. The other things were introduced. So Aguda was very active um in the in the world ago, the, in Europe at the time, before World War II, which was obviously decimated um, the, during the Holocaust. In America, in 1922, there were a group of young men in the Lower East Side, idealistic young men, not famous, not not famous young men, who heard of this organization in Europe and decided, hey, let's do something over here, something similar. I believe it started as Syria, Agoda Youth, but eventually merged with the larger Agoda movement. Um, Agoda came to its own during the war years with the legendary uh, Mike Tress, Olava Shalom, who was uh, was so active in the Baratzala, and the work has been written up in many places. Um, the tremendous work that Agudah did then in helping bring people. Just last week, um, someone showed me a uh, at a wedding, and someone showed me recently a, a clipping from the old modern journal. It was an old Yiddish paper, the Morning Journal, and it was a thank you ad from Satmer Kahila thanking Mike Tress. The old Satan Rebbe, Zechfad Larocha, was brought to America. Mike Tress Maguda was able to get the visa to bring the Satan Rebbe to, to these shores to America. Uh, and so many others. So many others. Someone also showed me a video clip of a Chazak event where Rabbi Kroon spoke mm-hmm. about how Mike Tress helped a Satmar Chassid find the job. Sure. And uh, he, he, he had the job, and then the individual, the employer, told Mike Tress, you could stop paying for the individual. Because he's a good employee, and I'll start paying him. Yep, this time. Sure, sure. sure. Amazing yeah, stories, so, such so. inspiration, such chizuk. It, it it began then and continued through Rabbi Moshe Shera Zechem Tzadok who was the next president of Rabbi Moshe Shera in the early 1960s, testified in Congress. He was the first, probably the first person by the Amica ever to go in front of a, a Congress. I believe Byron Cutler just went over with him and what to testify, and it, the first time he testified about A and T Shibas. So uh, Rabbi Sher was really the guy that I say that their Rabbi Sher biography is like a textbook for those of us that study It's really a textbook that had to do 
that let us how to deal with government, how to how to make sure our ask then, and and so really, there's a tremendous history. And many years ago, someone uh, when it just came out, I don't remember how long ago the book came out, but uh, uh, quite a few individuals actually handed me the book. Absolutely, in the Gedalim about it, it was amazing. It's funny. So yeah, there is over the rich history of Stadlanus and continues to a good Israel today. Um, our headquarters are in Manhattan, but we have an office in Washington, and we have uh, about a dozen or so offices around the country covering yes. uh, the majority of states, over thirty states around the country. We we have offices, um, and we have just in, in New Jersey and, and in Maryland and Florida, Illinois, Colorado, California. I miss somebody, but it's yes. a. I want you to Ohio. We get a lot of phone calls coming in. Yeah, yeah. Many times these direct director, regional directors, I think they're called. Right? Yes, yes. They, they, they're good chaverim of ours over here, and Hashem, uh, they've been very helpful with cases that we've had for community members and Shabbat sure. members to, uh, you know, working on Shabbat and uh, you know issues with certain schools or or, or or cases of even prison that they've been very very helpful with. Just recently, I had a story, uh, something came to me with a person of a different state was found, unfortunately, was found not alive. And uh, I had to call two of my colleagues to help they, for contact with the medical examiners. That happens often. So we, we network very often, and, and we have that network. And we, 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 um, the, all of us work together with each other as colleagues and as networks um, to help one another. So it's really it's a tremendous group of people. I don't want to mention all the names because you know them all, but... <laughs> it, uh, like I said, I missed one off the top of my head, but it, it, it's a tremendous chaver. And these are all, they're all superstars. Every this is more of a relatively a new thing within a group that you have these regional directors in different cities. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah. all of them are rabbis. We're all within the last 20 years. But all Choshev B'nai rabbis are very, very, yes, every one of them. Very, very inspiring. So, so the question is, is, is uh, being politically active, I guess we use that term, is it for everyone? Is it only for certain, you know, key influencers or rabbis or, or, or community leaders? Or is the average person that, that's listening to this uh, Torah talk, to this podcast, is, is it for them? After hearing what, what, what uh, Moshe Feinstein said and hearing how it helps so much. So it's for everyone. It's for, actually for everyone on different levels. You can go to Albany or Washington or, or City Hall or, or whatever state you're in. Go to your state house. Certainly, you can go along. Um, I'm always looking for company. People come back. I've been there all the time. Besides that, we do have a number of days a year we bring groups up. So that's certainly the the biggest involvement. You could meet your legislator, your local elected. People don't realize. But I will start even in the beginner level. Well, I'll go backwards. Sure yeah. to yeah. be registered. We'll, we'll go backwards. Yeah, yeah. or backwards. Um, you know. I often tell people, and I'll talk about voting soon, but how important it is to vote. Yeah. And you find that in a presidential election, everyone votes 60, 70%. At a local election, yeah. you don't vote. Most people don't get to see the president. You can't go knock on the door. You don't get to see the president. You just don't. We don't, obviously. Um, but your local election, your local elected official, you can see all the time. You see him on the street, in his office, at events. You see them. You connect with them. And people don't realize if the local ones have more influence, more influence, everything mm-hmm. on a... On a uh, and getting a traffic light, getting a zoning. I'll tell you a quick story. Sure. We know Senator Schumer, Senator Chuck Schumer, was the majority leader of the United States Senate. Um, he started out as, as an assembly event. Mm-hmm. Okay. We were at an event about a year ago. We're sitting there, my friend Josh Nobel was there. Flat, so Jewish, Jewish Jewish Yes. And he was talking, he said, Josh, remember I got you the traffic light in front of Mary Shiva 40 years ago? He remembered that. He got a traffic light then. It was Mary Shiva, there was a street that was unsafe. And then he was the local assemblyman. And he remembered 40 years later, or more than 40 years, how he got a traffic light for the Nur Yeshiva. Wow. So 
they, we don't realize how, how much how people, they remember how it affects people on a local level. So the local people, it's very important. So you go to Albany, you get to see them, you could talk to them. You can meet the governor also. Governors are easy to meet the presidents. Uh, meet your local senator. You could the governor, the senators just come to Chazak and stuff. That's right, they're all there. Uh, you you can uh, um, obviously that's a, that's a way you could call, send an email. Uh, I've heard someone tell me that if I, if I get forty emails, an elected official once said, they will tell you if they get fifty emails on a certain issue, they're going to pay attention. Yes, Mr. They will pay attention if a person has to feel involved. Call the office, make your presence known, and more than anything, vote. Yeah. Vote every single person can be involved. If you can't. Uh, a year ago, I will talk about the Chedah thing soon, I guess. A year ago, when the state education department and the regions put out regulations that would have hurt our yeshivas, how many people responded? 350,000 people responded. And you were involved. Guys. And, yeah, very important. That was their involvement. They got involved. <laughs> very it, took, it took five minutes at the time. I mean, it was a big difference. To send an email, to write a letter. Five minutes, ten minutes, that's their involvement. And it made a difference. Well, we hope we don't, but it makes a difference because people get it. It's our style. That, that's their... The God Hashem or Shalom decides, but we have to do our part in this world. 100%. I had an elected official drive me once from one event to another, and he was uh, showing me, you see this park? I was involved with the renovating. You see this shul that is about, you see this tra the traffic light? They appreciate, like the, the rabbi was saying, when the community members come and show concern, and they want to make a difference, and it's important for them also. And uh, like the rabbi saying, to get involved, to reach out, to, 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 to do the minimum is registering and voting, and then there's obviously plus, plus, plus. Right. And the voting, at the same letter, uh, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein says, a fundamental principle of reading and of Judaism is Akar Satov. Appreciation is recognizing benefits afforded us and giving expression to our appreciation. Therefore, it is incumbent upon each Jewish citizen to participate in the democratic system, which guards the freedoms we enjoy. The most fundamental responsibility incumbent on each individual is to register and to vote. No question about it. I was in government. I speak to people in government. The ones that vote are the people that count. Those are the people that are important. That shows that we are a community. We mean that we're important, and they'll they'll take notice. It, it's it's and I, I cannot stress it enough. And and the more local, the more important. Because let's be real. You know, presidential election. That's listen. Very important. I'm not downgrading it. It's very important. People should vote. And the president says the direction for the nation, the foreign policy, that's all that. But, you know, the person on the street, on Main Street, uh, the president's not going to know the person on Main Street voted for him. There's just too many people. But the local elected official, he'll know. He'll know on Main Street and Jewel this quarter how many votes came out of this election district that's bought by Main Street. They'll see it. They, they, yeah, definitely. 100%. They will see that. I'm going to know it. Yeah. And that community, and that community is for a traffic light. Hey, you know something. They will vote. They are about to come out of both. I better come. I better come to a traffic light because if not, they won't fall for me next time. Hundred percent. You're going to touch upon the chinuch situation and uh, in in our country, in the city. What's 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 happening over there? Uh, how could we be of help by Kali So uh, we know that chinuch is really what 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 guides us. Chinuch is Jewish 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 education. Is what we do at Chazad. Just for the record. We're, Upstairs, where we're sitting right now, the second floor is our yeshiva placement division. Beautiful. I've seen, I've been there. I've seen it. Two parents, the importance of a Jewish education, and Baruch Hashem, thank you, Hashem. Over fifteen hundred kids have transferred from public schools to yeshivas. Baruch Hashem, yeshivas is an amazing thing. And uh, yeah, so you're so. Uh, I'll say two things. Uh, I'll start with a with a with a Torah thought. Sure. Um, it's Torah talk. So yeah, Torah. <laughs> 
in Pashas Kedoshin, right? There's an Avodazor, an idol worship called Molech. Molech means is that it was an ancient idol worship. It's hard to understand, but a, a child, a father would take a child to the priest and walk him through fire. That was an ancient idol worship. Torah says, walk through fire. Torah says, Hashem is benasati ponai I'll put my, my, my face, whatever, whatever that means in that person. Rashi explains that penaishly, I'll take my time, whatever God, as it were, as we understand, is doing, will take her from his time and concentrate on punishing that person. Why that, why that sin, one that the other? There's many sins. There are the most sins of immorality, there are sins of idol worship. Why is that one sin, the Torah is so strict that God says, I'll take what, stop what I'm doing and deal with this person? So I saw Rav Shmuel Birnbaum, Zechah, the great Rashiva, the, on the blessed member of the Miri Yeshiva, says a beautiful thought. He says, A person sins, he sins, I'll get punished for it. That's bad enough. You bring your child involved, you get your child involved. And he said in Yiddish, yeah, he, he says, You start with Chinuch. That's the worst thing because Hashem will take all his time. Hashem will make sure, do nothing else, take that. You don't mess, you don't fool around wow. with education, with Chinuch. You don't bring your child. You want, you want to serve idols, that's bad enough for you. You bring your child in, power that, that Hashem will, God will be on top of that. And, and so, I just, today, I was at, <coughs> I missed a neighbor that I was doing voter, voter registration in schools, and I tell the schools, look, I said, what's the purpose of a school? Yeah, you learn, and you learn Judaic studies, you learn whether it's Chumash or Gemara, of course, there are Torah studies, and the secular part, you learn mathematics and English, and every school has their own curriculum, but it's really one purpose of a school more than anything else. The purpose of a school is all subjects are means to an end. A means to an end. The purpose of a school is to develop students, prepare them for success in life. That's the purpose. And that's why schooling has. And every school does it differently. Some schools will concentrate more on this, more on that. Subjects you learn in school, yeah, you learn how to write, you learn how to read. You need that in life, but basically you prepare them for life. Our yeshivas, our hundreds of thousands of kids that have gone through yeshivas, in the last 75, 80 years since, the, since after the Holocaust. Prepare them for life. I'm a yeshiva graduate. You're a yeshiva graduate. We're prepared for life. Um, I may not remember trigonometry from high school, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I do know that um, my, we get, we, we, we taught, has handled as Jews. We're taught proper ethics. We're taught how to conduct ourselves. And the results are we have communities that are happy, that are by our successful, yes. thriving. Yes. Crime is uh, is very low. Right. Yeah, just uh, Barapak, which is like the largest Jewish community, just recently had a study the lowest crime in the city, the lowest crime rate, the lowest crime rate, the lowest drug use in the entire city. My friend Sebastian Selman was very proud of that. He obviously represents it, but it should be because, um, and why? Because yeshivas produce people. They produce people and they produce people that are ready for life. So we can't have someone interfere with our cynic, with our education system. We can't have bureaucrats or politicians tell us how to, how to educate our kids. We do a good job. I just saw uh, an article just the other day of a I don't want to mention the name, but certain a um, was involved in, in the elected uh, official, not elected official, but someone who was involved, and they they said that uh, they 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 there was someone who was talking about public schools, and they said these people that are advocates of private schools, private schools like us, are starving our public schools, starving our public schools. Excuse me, you know New York State, what it costs to educate one child in New York State in public schools, thirty six thousand dollars, the latest figure, thirty six uh, over thirty thousand dollars per student. To educate a child. What are we getting for that? Well, very, our reading scores are low, our math scores are low. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here. I, I support 
public schools. I have no problem with the good public. They should be good. But telling us how to run our schools, how to be our schools, we're doing a good job. So this is the most important battle going on right now, the independence of our chilek. It's ongoing. It's going on the last seven or eight years, and it continues, and it's ongoing. And Klai Yisrael, Jewish people never give up the right to educate our kids the way we decide, the way our principles, our gudolim, our our vadachinach, our educational boards decide how to do it, not how bureaucrats decide, not how many hours, how many courses. We know we, we we've done, we've been successful. We produce successful graduates, and we'll continue doing that way. And that's how we. That's why it's so important. The battle of the chinuch education is such a crucial thing for us. And for the average person, again, to, <clears throat> how do they get involved by this? By making sure we registered, making sure going out to vote, and being vocal. Yeah. And like uh, last year, 350,000 people or, or show, uh, yeah. raised their voices because I mean, they know the importance of, of how the importance of of, of, of the chinuch. Oh, we perfectly know we're not perfect. Uh, no one's perfect. No one's perfect. That and and, but by and large, we've had tremendous success. Whether it's whether it's yeshiva, some modern rothos, chassidus, whatever you, whatever whatever type it is. So being politically active, Rabbi Yerucham Sover, what would you say? A story or an incident, something that sticked out that gave you a lot of pride, whether it's with the yeshiva chinuch situation, whether it's in here, whether it's a person in prison, whether it's with regards to violations, anything sticks out, maybe a traffic. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it sticks out. I, I will say one thing about it. I got all bunny have my yarmulke on my head. I'm proud of it, and I, everybody knows you there. <laughs> and, and I wear my little, I got a pin on my lapel. I put it on my, put my, my little uh, lapel pin on. I'm very proud of it. I once had a meeting with an elected official, and he said inappropriate word. I'm not saying who it was. It's not important who it was. It's something inappropriate. He said, well, "Rabbi, I'm sorry. I shouldn't take the Lord's name of vain in front of a holy man." So I'm not a holy man, but I think that for us. Uh, and the son bus there, the, the local settlement here, Rosen, the son yes. of is a great person. He probably was Yamka, yes. a settlement, Eichstein, Senator Felder, a few others uh, in the state, uh, and uh, um, a settlement, Ari Brown, uh, probably was a Yamaka, um, and, uh in the city, uh, Kamen Yeager, and maybe a few others. And it's incumbent upon us to make a Kiddush Hashem. We have to have, be held to the higher standards. We, we are held to higher standards, and we want to be held. We, 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 we bring it upon us. We want to be held to higher standards. I think being there, um, representing, I'm not an, an individual. Maybe I'll take a picture of a politician, but I'm there representing dozens of people. And it's important for us to represent ourselves right and to know we're on display and to know that we're presenting Klaistro and to make a condition to sanctify God's name. I think more than anything, um, that's what we try to convey when we're out there. We try to convey that. And we're very proud of our community. We, we have nothing to hide. We're proud of our community. We're proud of our children. We're proud of our schools. We're proud of our, uh, 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 groups like Kazakh that do such great work. Uh, and, and there's nowhere where you see, I've heard um, just the other day, I'll tell you a story the other day about our group. Um, I had someone who was very, you know, not religious, not really doesn't live in New York, lives in out of state, and the person um, couldn't get his car started. And some called Haveyim. And he was just amazed. I mm-hmm. Haveyim came within 10 minutes. Three people got three different cars came and got a second got his car started. Yeah. It's amazing. We yeah, think yeah, that we're I still, we come to everything we yeah. do, whether it's Haveyim or Atzala or Tom Shabbos, all the other great organizations, every single one of them do such great things for every organization. Yeah. Um, somebody once said, for everything the city has, we have a corresponding organization. They have an EMS, we have a Tzola, they have a police, we have a Shalom, so on and so on. They have a AAA, we have a Chaveyim. <laughs> and it, this is what because Yeshiva, this is what Yeshivas teach us. The Yeshiva, the... the, the Olam Chesed, the other world of kindness. all about. We're out to help other people. We're out, we have to be, um, the, uh, 
the Oralei Dov, the great Rabbi, the great Rabbi Rachel Lavabas, who was the Meshkiach of the 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 Mirishim pre-war, writes that named after many Jews. No, I'm not. But I, I, I'm very proud to carry the same name. I feel myself. I almost feel myself as a student of his by reading his work. So we have to be a pipe because that's seen. We have to a, a pipe yeah. to give to others. That's why we're here. We're here only to give to others. Okay, when we say the Haflarecha Kamocha, means we have to feel not just say feel we're there to give. We're here in this world. To give to others. Ve'ahavta, the word ve'ahavta is ahava, which means love. How do you love a person? The root of it is have, lehavi, to give. By giving to others, ve'ahavta lehavta. The more we give to others, the more we're able to help. Rabbi Yerucham Silver is so inspiring, so important, timely messages. Uh, I know that there is primaries coming up, and this Torah talk and this podcast is on for all time, so people could hear and take the message to heart about being registered, going out to vote, they see it makes a difference for qualities of the Jewish people. Just, just recently, in Far Rockaway, not far. That's right. One vote? What was it? A few votes difference. A 15 vote. And 15 it took votes. And weeks. It took weeks to determine the winner with absentee ballots and, and going on curing ballots and going to court. 15 ballots. For and our slaves and queens, Chazakot, the Q's train. And, and I've I seen other elections that are done by, uh, by a handful of votes, by five, six votes. Your votes count. And you know something? Vote for the best person you feel best. And if you don't like the candidates, Write something and don't like it. Don't just go in and show up. Go in and be a, because they don't know who you vote for. They do what they vote. And right. go in and make that selection. Have your voice. Get involved. Write a letter. Send an email. Make a phone call. Go to Albany. It all makes a difference. We show we're an involved community. Our community gets the benefits and, and we get with this Medina Shal Chesed, this, uh, uh, this country that's so good to us, will allow us to live and thrive as proper Torah Jews. And ask the rabbi for a final message, but I feel like the final message is going out to vote, registering, being involved. Yeah, that is really the final message. That, that's, that, that is the normal bigger message of that, whether it's uh, this year or primary or next year will be a bigger election, but stay involved and keep involved and, and, and that's there's no bigger message than that. Amazing. Silver for everything you do for Klal Yisrael. We really, really appreciate it. Yad the Torah, Besar, stuff is until the Gula comes. We want to thank all of our amazing uh, listeners. We want to thank our, all the podcasts that are holding this platform of Torah Talks, Chazak Torah Talks, uh, Torah Anytime, Daily Giving, a dollar day goes a very far away. Thank you to them. Uh, Robbie, Natan, and Mayor, the whole team over here at Chazak. Uh, appreciate all your great work, guys. And uh, keep in mind, everyone, right now is prime time. It's the, the, the most important time to reach out to Chazak and let us know if you have any family members, friends, neighbors that are interested in the yeshiva education, Baruch Hashem, uh, before the September school year is when it's very, very busy. Uh, we'll, we'll hold their hands, we'll guide them throughout the process. We've had tremendous Seattle to shrine success in this uh, process. If for whatever reason doesn't work out with the yeshiva placement, we have after school programs, Sunday school programs, teens division programs, get involved, make a difference. <clears throat> and of course, uh, suggestions for future Torah talks are always welcome. Please send it our way to info.chazak.org, info.chazak.org. Chazak Torah Talks, Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with special guests. Once again, thank you, Rabbi Silver. Thank you. Shikach.